Hello and welcome. You are listening to LOL Storytime. It's the Goofy Story Podcast for kids and the podcast that can't seem to get back on a weekly schedule. Totally just going to blame that one on November because really, what kind of month is November anyways? We've got special shout outs today for not just one, but two Sophias. Somehow I only just noticed one of our Sophia's comments on Spotify that was posted nearly five months ago. So sorry, Sophia, that your shadow didn't happen sooner. We also have Sophia listening daily from Abu Dhabi, who's been enjoying the stories with the whole fam. I love that. Thanks so much for listening, commenting, and emailing the show. I really hope you enjoy today's story, which is called Unicorns or Mermaids. Let's get into it. This is the story of Sophia, a girl who had to change schools because of a cheeseburger. Yes, you heard that right, a cheeseburger. The chef of the cafeteria at Sophia's school had decided to quit his job one day. This was a problem because this chef made the best cheeseburger Sophia had ever eaten. The new chef that came had decided to take cheeseburgers off the menu altogether. This was because they had quickly grown tired of hearing about how her cheeseburgers weren't nearly as good as the old chef's. Kids, you have to understand that I can't make the old chef's secret sauce because it's a secret. That's kind of how secrets work. You kids keep complaining about my secret sauce, so no more cheeseburgers. I'll be making bologna sandwiches from now on instead. Well, this was absolutely devastating for the students, especially Sophia, who proclaimed herself to be the biggest cheeseburger fan around. So it really wasn't surprising that Sophia's reaction was a wee bit dramatic. Mom, Dad, I need to change schools. My favorite chef quit working at our cafeteria, and now the new chef has taken cheeseburgers off the menu. I can't go back to a place like that. Sophia's mom set her fork down on the dining table, giving Sophia her full attention. They're no longer serving cheeseburgers at the cafeteria? Well, I'll be on the phone first thing tomorrow to have you transferred to JSP Elementary School. This is ridiculous. Sophia's mom then went back to eating her dinner while shaking her head in disgust. Sophia blankly stared at her mom for a little while before saying, Wait, what? You're actually going to let me move schools? And as Sophia began to realize her mom was being serious, panic started to set in. Sophia didn't actually want to change schools. She loved her teachers and friends. Sophia turned to her dad for assistance. Well, maybe changing schools is a little much for a cheeseburger, though, right? I was probably just overreacting. <laughs> you know how I can be. Sophia's dad looked up from his newspaper. No, dear, I don't believe you're overreacting at all. A school not serving cheeseburgers is a perfectly valid reason to change schools. How do they expect my daughter to get a good education without cheeseburgers? Seriously. Sophia tried to plead that cheeseburgers had no impact on her learning, but Sophia's parents stated that their minds were made up. Case closed. So that very next morning, Sophia joined her new class at JSP Elementary School. Sophia's new classmates seemed very excited to have a new student joining them. But instead of saying hello or welcome, they immediately posed a seemingly very important question. Are you Team Unicorn or Team Mermaid? Sophia was confused. Excuse me? 
The boy who had asked the question just repeated himself louder. Are you Team Unicorn or Team Mermaid? Sophia shrugged. Uh, I don't really know. The boy clearly did not like this answer. Well, could you maybe try knowing a little harder? It's one or the other. You just have to choose. He then went on to explain that before Sophia had shown up, their class was split down the middle with 10 kids preferring unicorns and the other 10 kids preferring mermaids. Now that we have 21 students, that means one team will have more people, and then we'll finally know which mythical creature is the best. It's all up to you. Sophia did not want it to be all up to her. She didn't like the idea of possibly disappointing half of her new class on the very first day. Um, would it be okay with everyone if I take a little time to decide? I don't really know a whole lot about mermaids or unicorns, and it might be helpful if I met some first. Almost as if choreographed, the entire class made the exact same face at the exact same time. There was no mistaking that this was the face that reads, Are you from another planet? Sophia, what exactly did kids at your old school even talk about if not about unicorns and mermaids? Is this some kind of a joke? Sophia explained that it was certainly not a joke, and that while some of the kids at her old school liked mermaids and unicorns, it wasn't exactly a hot topic or anything. She decided not to mention that one of the hot topics at her old school included things like guessing the ingredients of secret sauce recipes. So that night, Sophia asked to go to their city's library. See, I told you it was a good idea to change schools, said her dad. First day and you're already trying to get ahead. Bet you won't see any kids from any non-cheeseburger-serving schools studying at the library. Sophia just ignored this comment. Upon arriving at the library, she was happy to find out that they had many books about both unicorns and mermaids. Huh, I guess it really is a hot topic, she thought to herself. Sophia began combing through hundreds of pages of information, taking notes and creating comparison charts. But after a while, she had to stop. Something wasn't quite right. In one book, it would say that mermaids ate seafood. But in another, it would argue that mermaids and fish were best buds and that they only ate sea vegetables. Another book would suggest that unicorns ate a diet consisting of syrup and sprinkles, while a different book would claim that unicorns ate rainbows for lunch. What? How do you even eat a rainbow? wondered Sophia. And the moment she discovered a whole chapter dedicated to unicorn farts, Sophia decided she'd had enough. Rainbow farts? That's just weird said Sophia as she made her way home. When she arrived at school the next day, the kids in her class crowded around her like she was about to hand out candy bars. So, did you decide? Which one is it? Unicorns or mermaids? Sophia wished she really did have a bag of candy bars to give out. A little distraction was just what she needed. Okay, so at first I thought it was going to be unicorns because I like that they have magical powers. But if it's true that they fart rainbows, then, well, that's just a little bit weird for me. So then I thought mermaids for sure, especially because I read that they are exceptional singers. But I also read that a lot of mermaids have been singing Baby Shark on repeat lately, and I don't know if I can listen to that. So in other words, I haven't decided yet. I think maybe I should meet with some mermaids and unicorns before I make up my mind. 
The kids in Sophia's class exchanged confused looks. Wait, Sophia, you're telling us you want to meet these creatures in real life? You do realize that's not the same as going outside and finding a squirrel, right? Hard to find is kind of their thing. Sophia was not deterred. Well, have any of you even tried to find a mermaid or unicorn? Like, actually tried? Because some of the kids in my old class had a hard time even finding their jackets at recess time. Sophia explained the situation to her parents that evening and asked if they could help. Can you guys please drive me around while I look for unicorns? I'll eat all of my broccoli. Well, maybe not all of the broccoli because you put a lot on my plate. But maybe one piece? Sophia's dad looked like he was trying hard to remember something. Sorry, kiddo. Uh, after dinner, I have something to fix in the garage. And then, just to himself, I just have to break it first. Sophia's mom was on her phone. Look, I found something you might be interested in. It's a unicorn hotline. Sounds like you can make a phone call and speak with a unicorn. Wait, $25 for a two-minute call? Yeesh, that's some dark magic, all right. After dinner, Sophia was allowed to make one quick phone call to speak with a unicorn. Someone picked up after the first ring. Call a unicorn hotline. Unicorn Steve speaking. If you've got questions, I've got answers. Wow, this is my first time speaking with a unicorn, Sophia announced. You have one minute and 40 seconds remaining. Oh yeah, right, okay. So my first question is this. Do you ever use your magic to help save people or find cures for diseases? Does your magic make the world a better place? Oh, uh, for sure, yeah. I mean, I don't know about saving people or helping sick people, you know, but uh, one time I used my magic to add some extra rainbow marshmallows to a kid's cereal. Totally made the kid's day. Sophia seemed a little disappointed with this answer and was wondering if she should even bother asking any other questions. Unicorn Steve continued, Most kids that call in are often curious to learn about unicorn farts. Is that something you'd like to know more about too? He asked. No, I think I've heard enough, said Sophia, and ended the phone call. Sadly, there was no hotline to call a mermaid. Sophia was now even more disappointed in Steve the Unicorn for not having used his magic to invent underwater phones. Sophia had read that mermaids could be found in the lost city of Atlantis. Hmm, this would be a lot easier if they were living in the found city of Atlantis. And who builds a city underwater anyway? That just seems like so much extra work. Sophia didn't bother asking her parents for help this time, but knew just who to ask. The crew of the biggest submarine she could find. Oh, hey, sorry to bother you people while you're preparing your submarine for what looks like an exciting underwater expedition, but I was just wondering if it would be okay for me to come along too. The crew, who was busy loading supplies into the vessel, barely acknowledged that there was a little girl talking to them. Okay, so I guess I probably look a little silly asking without first explaining why. The reason I'd like to join you is because I'm looking for mermaids. <laughs> Most of the crew continued to ignore Sophia, except for this one guy. Did you say you're looking for mermaids? asked the man. This guy looked and sounded familiar, but Sophia couldn't figure out why. She also could not stop staring at a bone that seemed to be protruding from his head. Ooh, that thing's gotta hurt, she thought to herself.
Sophia nodded her head, but then realized she was still staring at the bone sticking out of his head and remembered that staring is rude. I'm hoping you might know where the lost city of Bone, I mean Atlantis, is located. As a matter of fact, I do. I actually plan on heading there myself straight after this expedition. Sophia's eyes grew wide. Wow, that's incredible. Do you think you could take me there? Sorry, kid. No can do. I'd bring you there in the submarine if I could, but the rest of the crew refuses to go back there after the last time. Everyone had baby sharks stuck in their heads for at least a full week. Oh, no, groaned Sophia. So the baby shark rumor is true? Well, I don't want any part of that either. Besides, I think I've learned enough to make up my mind. Thanks so much. Sophia noticed the name tag on the man's uniform. Bob. Thank you, Bob. You have been so very helpful. The next day at school, Sophia scattered a bunch of candy bars around the classroom, hoping it would keep the wolves at bay. But it seemed to have no effect on these kids who immediately swarmed around Sophia, itching to find out if she had finally made up her mind. So, have you decided? What's it going to be? Unicorns or mermaids? One of her classmates asked. Sophia took a deep breath. So, I've decided that I'm going with Team... Myrmicorn. Everyone gasped. Myrmicorn? What is a myrmicorn? That's not even a thing. Is it a thing? I don't think it's a thing. Sophia didn't answer the question. Instead, she motioned for a man who'd been waiting in the hallway to join her in the classroom. Guys, this is Bob. You can probably tell from the big puffy hat on his head that Bob is a chef. Bob used to be the chef at my old school, but then he quit working there to go cook on a submarine. Guys, you would not believe the cheeseburgers this guy makes. One of Sophia's classmates cut in. Um, I don't know if you can tell by the looks on everyone's faces right now, but we have no idea what's going on. What does any of this have to do with unicorns or mermaids or, what was it you said? Myrmicorns? Sophia snapped out of her cheeseburger daydream. Oh yeah, sorry. She then grabbed Bob's hat, revealing the bone sticking out of his head. Everyone nearly gasped once again, but then remembered that gasping is rude, and instead they all pretended they just didn't notice. So yesterday, while I was trying to find a mermaid I could talk to, I ran into Bob, but I didn't recognize who it was at first because he wasn't wearing his chef's hat. I only clued in that it was him when I was leaving to go home. Well, here's the best part. When I asked why Bob was planning to visit the lost city of Atlantis, he told me it was because his mom lives there. Because she's a mermaid. And then I got a little bit rude and nosy and asked about the bone sticking out of his head. Turns out it's actually a horn, because his dad's a unicorn. Do you have any idea what that means? One of the kids answered with, It means Bob has the coolest parents ever. My parents just pay bills and snore a lot. Sophia nodded. And that means Bob is a myrmicorn. He's a little bit of both. And so if you want my answer, I'm Team Myrmicorn. Now who's with me? Most of the kids were still sizing Bob up, trying to make sense of this. Wait, so if your mom is a mermaid, why don't you have fins or flippers or whatever? And why does your horn not look very cute and sparkly? Do you even do magic? 
Do you have wings? Do you fart rainbows? Sophia stopped the questions right there. Come on, people. We don't need to be discussing Bob's farts. Do not answer that one, Bob. Bob did, however, do his best to answer the other questions. He admitted that myrmicorn horns weren't as dazzling as those on a unicorn. And he explained that he didn't have any fins, but was decent at swimming doggy paddle. He showed them a small single wing on his back that had not been strong enough for Bob to fly, but had been helpful to cool down really hot food before he served it. And as for magic? Sorry, kids. I don't believe I possess any magic. The kids looked disappointed and were a little unsure as to why Sophia was siding with Team Myrmicorn. Everyone, Bob here is just being modest, of course. He's got the greatest magic of all. Sophia removed the lid off of a silver platter, revealing enough cheeseburgers for the entire class. Sink your teeth into these magical creations, Sophia offered. One by one, Sophia's classmates helped themselves to a cheeseburger. Wow, the kids began to cry out. Sophia, you were right. This really is magical. I feel like there's a unicorn riding over a glittery rainbow inside of my belly. Another kid asked, Bob, what do you put in the sauce? This is incredible. And then soon a chant broke out. Team Myrmicorn, Team Myrmicorn. Thanks, kids, said Bob. I can't reveal everything that's in the secret sauce, because it's a secret. But I can tell you it does have something to do with rainbows. Noticing some of the worried looks on the kids' faces, Bob made sure to clarify. Whoa, wait a second. Just let me add. Yes, the sauce does include rainbow, but rest assured I have never once in my life, ever, farted a rainbow. The End That's the story. I hope you enjoyed it. Special thanks to my eldest daughter for sharing her unicorn and mermaid books with me to help me prepare for this story. I honestly had not expected to learn about unicorn farts when I started out. Who knew? Anyway, we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>